Coming up, it is Rivalry Week as BYU versus Utah is once again a regular season finale. It's our regular season finale, too, as we visit with Coach Sitake, Austin Lee, and Elisa Tuiaki right here in Studio C as BYU football with Kalani Sitake starts now. Sitake, presented by Intermountain Healthcare. And now, your host, the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, uh, welcome into the BYU Broadcasting Building here in Provo, Utah, for our final Sitake show of the season. We are live on BYU TV and BYU Radio with a great crowd here in Studio C. You can join the conversation by submitting questions for Kalani and tonight's two guests by using hashtag Sitake Show on Twitter as well as on the BYU TV Sports Facebook and Instagram accounts. Let's get our season finale underway by welcoming in a guy who has seen the BYU-Utah rivalry from both sides as a player and a coach. He is the head coach of the Cougars. He is Kalani Sitake. <laughs> What's up, guys? All right. First up, good group, right? Yeah. Thanks for being here. Must be boring night, nothing else to do, I guess. <laughs> Come hang out with me and talk football. No, it's <laughs> rivalry week, so let's get ready to roll. Let's get ready to roll indeed. Yeah. Uh, we know it's a big week, and uh, does, I, mean, you know, I guess it's kind of a cliche question right now. Does it feel any different around the office, in the locker room, field, meetings? Or can you tell it's Utah week? Yeah, I mean, you can, you can tell different. You can you can feel it, and I think that, I mean, it's uh, this is the one that fans are always talking about all year long. So uh, now that it's here, our guys are are excited for it. And he says the last game of the year, we can we have a bowl game, but we'll have plenty of time to rest. So let's we'll empty the tank and give it everything we got. Okay, we know it's a big week, but let's talk a little bit about last week as we do at the start of every show. It was a senior night. You had your last home game of the year as a BYU took on New Mexico State a few nights ago, and this was a game that uh, got you bowl eligible. Yeah, I was really happy for the seniors. I remember my senior game. We talked about this last week, and uh, I just think that, uh, you know, just having the seniors go out the right way in Lavelle Edwards Stadium with the win, they'll always remember that. But I'm just really pleased with how our guys performed and, and ran into a little bit of adversity early again. But... Uh, just I thought um, we felt really good about the game and felt like we still have some room to improve and uh, what a great time to play a great game with this week and, and keep improving. I think our guys have gotten better every week and it's a good time to put it all together. Let's take a look at how things uh, went down Saturday night at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. It was senior night Cougars and Aggies and uh, yeah you talk about the adversity and uh, New Mexico State on drive number two with touchdown number one an excellent catch by the guy with two first names Drew Dan made it uh, seven nothing New Mexico State. And then with the offense kind of just trying to get going, they get a short field courtesy of the defense, Malik Moore. Yeah, I thought New Mexico State did a good job preparing for this game. They had an extra week with the bye week for them. And, and uh, we, we had some things that we thought they would do, and, and there's some new things that they did that we weren't expecting on defense. But a uh, slow start, but our guys uh, rallied back, and I was pl- pleased with how 
a defense performed, getting a turnover. First touchdown of the game for BYU, courtesy of Matt Hadley, who's uh, done really well since coming over from linebacker, and it was tied 7-7 after, uh, after one quarter. And in quarter number two, INT number two of the night, Isaiah Kalfusi. Is that a strong season for you? Yeah, and he's been he's been uh, one of our better guys as, as far as improving every week. And uh, I th he says if he didn't slip, he would have scored. But I don't know. We'll, we'll see. He's, he's got uh, you know playing out of Brighton High School. He he, he was a running back and um, just got to learn to cut off the outside foot. Matt Hadley with a touchdown run, making some guys miss. He shows why he was such a good high school running back before. Going to turn the defense here in college. Yeah, great instincts. He's patient with the with the ball and then ran really well all night. Same with this guy. Lopini did a great job. Spent a lot of touchdowns, but I, I we always forget about the big guys up front. They did a great job blocking and opening the hole. So I'm pleased with the O-line. And Lopini Katoa will have a big night. We'll get to more of his touchdowns as we see at BYU up 28 to 7. Right before halftime, the Bushman catch setting up a field goal from Skyler Southam. He called timeouts, got the ball back to score, and he did score. So 31-7 at halftime. Yeah, I was really happy, especially with the start and um, being down 7-0. But I, I mean, defense stepped up and played well. Offense started, started things to click, and I felt really, really pleased with how our guys were starting to play. A game played without Corbin Kofusi. We'll talk about that in a bit. And then Lopini Katoa with Touchdown number two, or maybe three on the night for him at that one. BYU goes up 38-7. It's now 38-10. And Morton Lopini, big run down the sideline as BYU pours it on. Didn't quite get to the end zone here, but uh, he would take care of that as BYU is cruising at this point. And uh, Lopini Catello with his fourth touchdown of the night. A fourth-touchdown day for Lopini. The most in a single game since uh, Jamal had five at running back against uh, Toledo a few years ago. Yeah, he did a great job. Like I said, the O-line did a great job blocking for him. Um, I thought the receivers and tight ends downfield blocked really well. That's what, what we were able to spring a lot of big plays and big runs. Uh, Tyler had, Algier had one as well. and That's all because of how hard the other 11 guys are working on the field. 45-10 is your final score. BYU over New Mexico State. Game stats are presented by Nissan Intelligent Mobility. Now the most exciting tech you own is in your driveway. And BYU with 317 rushing yards now improves to 26-0 since 1972 when they run for 300-plus yards. That's a pretty good number to get to. Uh, we talked about it a little bit during the highlights. Uh, Kalani, you did go into the game missing a couple key guys. They were all seniors, too, sadly. Uh, Corbin Kofusi and Riggs Powell on defense and Squally Canada on offense. And you told us before the game that uh, uh, Corbin's career is unfortunately done here at BYU. Yeah, and I mean, it, it, he's been playing with a lot of pain and... and um... I think in order for us to, we wanted to be smart about it. He's got a career in the next level, and uh, I think if you ask him, he would be willing to play. But uh, you know, talking to our medical staff, I think that's something that we consistently, consistently talking to our guys and reminding them of their their future and how this could affect the rest of their life. And so, as we looked at it and got more opinions, I think that was the best decision for us to go with that. You don't just replace Corbin. You try and get a bunch of guys to step up and do their best without him. Uh, a uh, how did the guys do uh, without them this past weekend? And what uh, can they do to even pick up their game for the games to come? Well, it helps to have another Kafusi replace him. You know, he's <laughs> not as tall, but he's a young freshman. Devin did a good job. And, and the other end stepped up and played well um, in his absence. And I was really, I was really happy with how, the, how they worked together. You know, we, um, I think our, our pressure got to the quarterback quite a bit. We didn't have as many sacks as we'd like, but we disrupted the timing. 
And if you look at the completion percentage, we, we kept him at, at a low that he's not used to. And uh, I, I was really, like I said, I'm happy with, with how our guys played. And, um, you know, we, we have guys that, that are getting opportunities to play a lot more. You saw Isaiah be the benefactor of that with, with injuries that happened to Butch. And uh, the, the, those guys have just kept the momentum going, you know. And Rhett Sandlin played as well. And Adam Pulsifer filled in. So in, in Riggs' absence. And so we, we know that Riggs' pal is still day-to-day. And Squally, we're still waiting to see. But I'm um, just happy that we have other guys that have stepped up and the coaches have done a great job preparing them to take over in, in the absence of the, of, the, of the guys that were unfortunately injured. When it comes to Squally, uh, Matt Hadley, Lopini Katoa, Riley Burt, we didn't see a lot, had, had a great night as well. And so those three guys, I think, can, uh, can carry the load for you down to the end here, right? Yeah, definitely. And, and A.J. Stewart's done a good job getting them ready. And Coach Grimes has a scheme and that they worked well with, with, that, with their skills. And so uh, I'm just... Uh, I like the, the the running back group, and um, it's just unfortunate that Squally's been banged up. We've had guys get banged up uh, a lot in, in throughout the, the season, and we'd have to miss some time. But I think as a group, they've done a great job picking up the pieces and and keeping the the, the thing keeping the momentum going. So, um, regardless, I, I have a lot of confidence in Riley and and um, you know and Tyler Algier filling in in Squally's absence, and and Matt Hadley's been it's proven to be a good move to get him back to the running back position. Utah's rush defense is so good, but it won't be on the shoulders of one running back to get it done for you guys this weekend, which is positive, I think. Yeah, and that's, uh, I mean, that's a great challenge. So it's a, it'd be a good challenge for our guys. Uh, O-line, our, our tight ends and receivers need to block well, and our running backs need to, need to find the hole. And I, I, I feel like we're, it's a good challenge for us, and I think our guys are ready for it. Okay. For your Cougar day-to-day sports play-by-play, watch BYU Sports Nation with Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan weekdays at noon Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio tomorrow. Uh, Max Hall and uh, some other guy on the show. All right, when we come back, a look ahead to BYU and Utah. This is BYU Football with Kalani Sitake. BYU Football with Kalani Sitake is brought to you by Intermountain Healthcare, healing for life, and by Nissan, innovation that excites. We are back for more BYU football at Kalani Sitake on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Your game day broadcast schedule looks like this. Pre-game on BYU Radio starts right after the BYU-Houston men's basketball. Post-game coverage wraps up. Then BYU TV's countdown to kickoff begins at 9 Eastern. Game is on BYU Radio, of course, and FS1. And then post-game is both back on BYU Radio and BYU TV. It is BYU and Utah, and both teams coming into this week's game with uh, winning records. BYU 6-5, and five, Utah 8-3. and three. And the Utes, uh, Kalani, already wrapped up uh, Pac-12 playoff this past weekend. Yeah, that's uh, the first time winning the Pac-12 South. And so uh, they have they have an opportunity to play for the Rose Bowl next week. But uh, they'll have to get through us first. They had to win the uh, Colorado game and hope for other results to go their way. And that they did. And so Utah does have another game to play after BYU, followed by a bowl game somewhere they're going to head. But they've got to focus fully on BYU first and as good as uh, BYU's defense has been this year and BYU's defense uh, has been excellent uh, Utah we see some of the uh, tidbits about the Utes and how they've really bounced back since that uh, two and two start to the season uh, they've got an excellent defense and that's no surprise Kalani you've uh, you've been part of that program when defense was their calling card the number one red zone defense in the country right now among uh, other superlatives and that's what Utah's known for, is uh, being tough up front and a good defense overall. Yeah, and Kyle's been there a long time, you know. He played defense here at BYU before he uh, got in the coaching profession, but 
Uh, he's been there and he established that defense way before he even was a head coach. He was there as a defensive coordinator with um, with, with uh, Ron McBride and then became the defense coordinator when Urban Meyer took over and then he eventually became the head coach. And uh, I have a lot of appreciation for that place. I spent 10 years there as a coach and they were great to me, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm at BYU now and I'm at my alma mater and so I know how important this game is on both sides and really looking forward to getting to an opportunity to go up there and compete against them and, and against a very stout defense and uh, we think we have a lot of talent on our team too so it'll be a good matchup. We're looking forward to the challenge. They lost their starting quarterback, Tyler Huntley, and their running back, uh, Zach Moss, really quickly within days of each other. But the backups have uh, kind of picked up where the starters left off and have played well. Yeah, and, and I think the main key is that they've um, really put a lot on their own line, that physical line, and, and uh, the defense has done a great job at, at, at helping them get shorter fields. Uh, they have great special teams that, that uh, their, their punter can really flip the field for them. And so I think they, they have done a complete game of wins, you know, and offense uh, going on Jason, on, on Shelley's, uh, his strengths, he can, he can run the ball and he's, he, he knows how to meta, 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 running right now which is a heavy, heavy RPO-based type of offense, and they've used Shine really well in the run game. And Shine's a guy that's played a lot of play, uh, snaps and has a lot of experience, so he was a starter there at one time before Moss was, was a starter. So the, it's not, you know, they, it's not like they uh, have, there's a huge drop-off from starter to second string, and they, they've proven they have some great depth. That's a huge compliment to Coach Witt and, and, and the staff, what they've done there. And, uh, we feel like we've been able to dip into our, our depth as well, and, but we're looking forward to it. We, 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 our defense is excited and, and uh, be a good challenge. They've had some great games with, with the backups playing at quarterback and running back, and we feel like we've done a great job at, at scheming. And you know, we talked to the guy tonight, the defense coordinator, Elisa Tuyaki, and I think he, he looks forward to this, this opportunity as well. Talk about flipping the field and uh, the Utah kickers are always exceptional. They have been for years now, from uh, Hackett and, and Phillips to now Wisnowski and Gay. Uh, they can score from deep, and their punters are tremendous. Yeah, and Britt Covey's the, the returner, so he does kick returns and punt returns. So, uh, you know, they, they work on all three phases, and they're deep there. And um, we can sing their praises. They're, they're, they've done a great job, and that's why they're ranked, and then that's why they they won their division in the Pac-12, you know. So, um, but we're excited about this game, you know, and, and I... I know they want to win this game, but man, we really want it, you know, so um, it's going to be a lot of fun. There's a lot of respect for that, for the program and their fans, especially from, I have a different perspective, you know, and um, like I said, I've said this in the past, they were really good to me and my family, and I, I feel like I wouldn't be prepared as a coach if, if I didn't have that opportunity to learn uh, from Coach Witt and Gary Anderson and others and had that relationship, you know, up at Utah. And, uh, I, I think it's really helped me as a, as a head coach even now here at BYU and there's a lot of connections you know we have a lot of former players on that staff up there and and, um, and, and you know we have guys that have coached at Utah myself A-Rod and Tuyaki that have spent time at Utah too so but when it comes down to it, it's not even about the coaches it's about the players and, and the fans and it's going to be hostile and they're going to be excited to, to have this game going on and luckily we've been through this type of games before so We'll see if we can bring our experience of going to Wisconsin and getting a win there and going to Arizona and getting a win there and see if that plays into this game. We, we hope it does and we're going to prepare the most as much as we can possibly with it knowing that there's plenty of time for us to rest and so I keep saying empty the tank because yeah. there's really nothing else to save it for. The bowl game is going to have plenty of time to recover. I told the players we'll give them a week off to, to, to get their academics in order and let their bodies heal up so we're expecting a 
tough physical game, and we're really looking forward to it. And we're going to enter that stadium with a big smile on our face. Okay, quickly before the break, how much weight do you put on the streak that Utah's got going? And uh, how can you imagine how good it would feel to break it? And then the fact that all these games are close. 17 of the last 20 games decided by seven points or fewer when these two teams get together. Well, I mean, this is a year that a lot of streaks have been broken if you look at co in college football with rivalry games. So um, why not continue the, the, the momentum from that, you know? So we're not the only ones that are trying to break a streak. And to be honest with you, this streak is, is a, it's a little bit, for me, it's, it's like harsh because fans, are, are they approach me like I'm part of the streak. I, I was on the other side, you know, when, when, we, when we started this. And so I... Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm frustrated, but the past about, about the, lo the losing, you know, but the past really has nothing to do with what we're doing trying to do right now. We're focused on this week, and um, the past really has no reflection on how this game is going to take place. I mean, everyone's saying, well, it's a close game. It's been historically close games because there's a lot of, a lot of um, energy going into this game from the fans and the players and the coaches, and so it's, it means a lot to people, and we care. And so... Um, I, we're expecting a great, uh, a great game, and we're looking forward to being on the on the better side of it, you know. And, and I, I'm really focused on this week, and uh, we we knew about this game all year long, and everyone asks about it, and now it's here, and it's it's almost like not there's not enough people talking about it now. It's like, it, you know, let's let's talk about it more because I think uh, our guys are really excited about the game. I am, and um, you know, let, let's let's go. I, I, our guys are really excited to go up there and play this game. We'll talk about it more after this. As we head to break, we want you to know that you can enjoy a full hot breakfast buffet, dinner Monday through Wednesday, a kitchen and large grassy backyard along the Provo River Trail, all at the Residence Inn Marriott in Provo. After our break, the coach takes your questions in studio and from social media. This is BYU Football with Kalani Sitake. Checking out our Cougars in the NFL. Taysom Hill. Another complete day. Some rushing, some passing, some special teams tackling. Saints just crushed the Eagles. Ziggy Ansah's back in it. Sack, couple tackles, and got after the QB. The game against the Panthers, and Daniel Sorensen, part of the highest-scoring game in Monday Night Football history last night as the Rams won a wild one at the Coliseum. All right, welcome back to BYU Football with Kalani Sitake. Q&A time now. Uh, use the hashtag Sitake Show on Twitter and comment on the BYU's TV sports Facebook and Instagram pages if you'd like to get into, into our mix. And let's uh, get right into it with Devin Crossley here in studio. We need Devin. Oh, that little Fred instead. We'll go with Fred instead. I got a problem, no problem with that. How you doing? Good. Good. You're on with Kalani. <laughs> Have at it. Um, how many days do you guys practice? For the games? Yeah. Monday through Friday, yeah. And then uh, we don't practice on Sunday. We go to church instead. But, yeah, our guys are prepared, prepared from Monday through Friday, and they have a lot of fun doing it. What was your name again? Fred. Fred. Great from question. Oregon. From Oregon. He's Fred from Oregon. Fred from Oregon. Which part? Um, Dallas. Oh, nice. Well, welcome. Thanks. <laughs> you, used to be, you used to be Kalani from Oregon for a little while. I did, yeah. Kal yeah. Kalani from Corvallis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll get back to our studio mic in a second. From social media, Brocelli asks on Instagram, well, first of all, big fan of the show, a person says. That's great. Uh, Coach, what has been the best part of the coach's show for you? And there are probably so many good parts to consider. Oh, which yeah. one? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, Greg Rebell, of course, yeah. and Spencer Linton. I don't want to leave him out of it. But I, I, I honestly just love the f uh, being around the fans and um, taking questions. During the break, I don't know if you probably don't know that from TV, but 
we take a lot of questions and I, I answer them as honestly as I can, but it's like just interacting with the fans and being around the fans, it's, it's, a, it's a big highlight of my week. It's one of, the, uh, one of the hidden gems of the show is that if you do come to the show, our commercial breaks have been full of a lot of Q&A. Now, this is, this is one part of Q&A, but you get the informal Q&A during the breaks. Yeah, and yeah. I, mean, I try to answer as much as I can. When they ask for advice, remember that the, the advice, if you should go to a wedding or, um, or the football game, and I said both, so that's, yeah. 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 Other than that, I, other than, if it's football, I'm good with it. If it's like advice Life advice, stuff. relationship yeah, advice. Yeah, unless it's food, then I'm really good yeah. at that too, so. Post-game Q&A is also pretty good here. Uh, all right, Devin Crossley is, you're at the, you're, there you are, you are yeah. still here. Hello, also, Devin. Also yeah. from Oregon. Oh, nice. So, <laughs> Dallas, same thing. Yeah. Um, just wondering how you guys are gonna make magic happen this week. Make magic happen? Whose quote was that? That was Austin Colley. <laughs> um, well, we have Dylan Colley, so that's his brother. <laughs> so that might help out get the Colley magic. But I, I mean, just play football and have fun and enjoy the experience. I think, um, you know, our guys, we, we've lost some games this year and, and, and ones that we wish we could have back. But um, our guys, they love the opportunity to just be out there and represent their families on the field and interact with the fans, whether we're on the road or, or at home. And um, I just love seeing our, our boys just just love the fans. Senior night was a, such a cool experience for our players because um, you just see the seniors coming through the, out of the tunnel. And just, it was such a cool experience for me to see them, how much appreciation they have for the fans. And uh, I love it. I, 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 our guys want to win so much, especially this week for our fans, number one. Okay, Devin, appreciate the question. Uh, we stay right here in Studio C with Clark Beal at the mic. Hello, Clark. How are you? Good, Good. to see you, Coach Sataki. Uh, from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, nice. My two-part question. Number one, um, there's been a lot of talk with this game not mattering as much to Utah since they're playing already for the Pac-12 championship next week. How do you respond to that? Is that a motivator for the team? And also, do you ever see BYU scheduling a game with Georgia Bulldogs? Oh, yeah. First of all, ask Tom about Georgia. I would love to play him. <laughs> um, but, uh, I mean, I, could, I, I, could, I could really don't have an answer for about whether Utah's taking it serious or not. I know I am. And I know we want to win. So uh, we'll see what happens. You know, I, I, I don't know what their mindset is. This is the first time that they've won the Pac-12 South, the first time they're playing the championship game. But uh, they can worry about that some other time. Right now, we're, we're the ones standing in, in between them and that game. So on Saturday, we'll show up and we'll play. And, We'll see what happens, and then they'll have that game, and I wish I wish them the best. I hope they can win the Pac-12, and that will be really cool, but I want to win on Saturday. Cool, thanks. Thank you, Clark. Uh, we go right next up with Caden Duffield. Caden is at the mic. Hello, Caden. Um, Tyler uh, Algier was in my mom's class in high school. How long will Ty our Tyler Algier, how much playing time will he get next season? A lot, yeah. Um, <laughs> did your mom... Coach him in football because he's really good. <laughs> no, I mean, I think he got tackled on the one-yard line this last game, and, and uh, maybe we'll just tell him to just get the one extra yard. But Tyler's a great player. We have, like we, we talked about earlier, we've had to call on, on him to play a lot more since uh, line, uh, running backs have gone down um, and, and been injured. And so we, 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 he wouldn't be on our team if we didn't think that he could be a great contributor to our, our, play, our, our offense. And... The things that he does for us is it's really helpful for Coach Grimes. You saw how physical he can run, especially downhill. He's going to be a really good player for us for years to come. 
Okay, Caden, thanks for the question. Good job. And our final question of the segment for Coach Itake comes from Andrew Fellers. Hello, Andrew. Hi. What's your favorite memory against Utah besides BYU's win on Saturday? <laughs> I like that question. That was good. Um, this is my last game against in college football was with Lavelle's last game and winning that one up at Rice Eccles Stadium. That was a cool experience for me to go out with my head coach, and it was a kind of a miracle type of game, you know, to come back, and um, it was a lot of fun. So I'll always remember that one. Um, but I, I love them all. It's so much, it's so much fun competition. Even when I was coaching at Utah and playing that game, such a cool experience on both sides, and great passionate fans on both sides. It's going to be a lot of fun, you know, regardless of the outcome. It's just this is a game that has to keep going. The game you're talking about in uh, 2000, your last game, Lavelle's last game took place on a November 24th up in Salt Lake City. And this weekend's game will take place on a November 24th up in Salt Lake City. So Hey, let's go. Yeah. Again. All right. I didn't know that. That's yeah. awesome. There we go. Thanks for the <laughs> questions, folks. Appreciate it. Uh, the men's basketball team continuing a six-game homestand with Rice Wednesday night. Tomorrow night, 9 Eastern. And a big one then with Houston on Saturday at 6 Eastern. That'll be before the football game. And you'll see and hear both games on BYU TV and BYU Radio. All right, coming up next, we meet tonight's player guest, Safety Austin Lee. This is BYU Football with Kalani Sitake. Third and ten Rainbow Warriors on a three-step. Quick fire, and it is intercepted. Austin Lee, far side, 40, 35, and 30, 25, and 20. At the sideline, inside the 20, he's down, and the Cougars are back in business. Welcome back. The BYU Football with Kalani Sitake on BYU TV and BYU Radio presented by Intermountain Healthcare. Our player guest tonight has, like Kalani, seen the BYU-Utah rivalry from both sides. As a player for the Utes and the Cougs, please welcome to Studio C, Safety, Austin Lee. Austin, good to have you here. Good to be here. Uh, who'd you bring with us, by the way, today? Um, I think my family made it out right here. My mom, Jan, my dad, Doug, my sister, Adria, and my wife, Courtney. So right there. You there have two are. kids. Do we leave the kids at home tonight? I think so, yeah. The, the mother-in-law got them. <laughs> she got to babysit them, so... Yeah, it's good to have you all here. Welcome in. Thank you. Well, uh, you know, it gets talked about because uh, it's just natural that because of your background, uh, you'd be a popular interview subject this week. Uh, your dad was uh, a student athlete at the U. Uh, your grandpa was a student athlete at the U and maybe even coached it later. There's Pops, right? Yeah, played baseball. It's either his dad or Scott Bayo. We couldn't figure that out. And then, uh, and then this is uh, this is Grandpa. And this, they were both playing uh, for the U, and that's where you began your career as well. Was it a, was it like just a given that you would end up there? Um, not necessarily. I actually grew up like pretty back and forth. Like uh, my mom, my mom's uh, dad actually loves BYU, um, and my dad played at Utah. So I grew up just loving them both, and so. Um, I had my times, but once the recruiting process started, I was a little bit more open. But um, Utah felt more like family when he was over there. <laughs> came back and he was gone. So you started with him, right? Yeah. Or yeah. I came back from my mission, and yeah. he ended up having to go to Oregon. So. <laughs> I had to but. go, you know, away for a year before I got this job. So, <laughs> so what uh, what ultimately uh, led you to BYU? Um, 
I guess when I, when I was at Utah, it just wasn't the, the right fit that I was used to. Um, I had a lot of family in the Spanish Fork area, Utah County area. And then it ultimately came down to what was best for me as an individual, what was best for my family, um, academics. Uh, BYU just is such a different fit and such a different feel that I felt like I was a part of. And um, finding out that- You get him again. Coach, yeah, yeah. Coach Sataki was there. It was, it was just perfect feel and perfect fit and everything fell, fell into place. And what makes Austin a good fit uh, for you, the staff and this team, Kalani? Well, first of all, he's a great leader, and um, you, I saw that when I, and he was in high school, and I saw the way he um, led his team at Alta. You know, Rhett Salen was a teammate of his, and I just was really, um, I was drawn to his leadership and the way he competed in the game. I mean, uh, and he wasn't just about himself. He was trying to promote. When I first met him, you remember this, I, was, I first met him, I was trying to recruit him. I was at Utah, and, and he kept bringing all his friends, and he's like, you got to meet this guy, you got to meet this guy, and he's like bringing all his teammates to meet me. It's like, what an unselfish person to take that time to share um, the moment that he's getting recruited with other teammates of his. And I just really, I, that's, that's stuck with me, you know, and I really wanted him when I was a D coordinator at Utah and I, I thought we couldn't pass on him. He, got, he has great instincts and great passion for the game. And I'm just glad he's here. I, I, when, when he went to Utah, I was like, oh man, I'm gonna have to play against him. There's a lot of the guys that, that I really admire up there, you know. And, um, but when there's an opportunity for him to come down here and be with us, there's there's no way I was going to turn that down. And and he's made a huge difference on our team with his leadership and his and his just the style that he takes that he brings to the game. And uh, I've just been really happy having him in, in the defensive backfield. But more importantly, just the person that he is and his family is just a huge honor for me to be his coach. You know, and and I'm looking forward to seeing him make more plays. He's got another year. You know, so. I'm really excited that, that he's here. If you, if you watch him, uh, the trunk or treat, right? His family, the, him is why they had the best outfits. I mean, they were the, it was the, um, it was the, what was the, uh, the greatest, greatest showman. showman. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, I thought my, you know, my DJ Khaled was pretty good, but that, that one just <laughs> killed it, you know? And they dressed up the, the trunk and it was just such a cool thing. But that's how Austin is. And when it's something that, that he knows he can really be helpful and help and help others and serve others, he's all about that. And, Man, I love having him on our team. He's a great teammate, but he's such a great kid for me to coach. And uh, his, his family should be really proud of the individual that he is. Uh, speaking of family, it's more about your wife, uh, Courtney. How did you guys meet? And uh, tell us uh, the names of your two kids. Oh, we actually kind of met through Instagram. <laughs> um, uh, we, we actually, the, if you can see those pictures, the, we have a baby girl, Romy, and she's uh, almost eight months. And then Ledger's our boy, and he's two and a half, and they're... They're a lot of fun, and she does. She makes it easy for me to be able to come to football, go to class, and be successful in those aspects of my life. And when I come home, it's just easy. She just makes it. She makes it fun. So we met through Instagram, and and she's. It's just fun having a family with her. So. Well, it's awesome. Uh, it's good to have you here again. Uh, you've played in two rivalry games. One for them, one for us. Uh, your thoughts on this particular game when it pops up on the schedule? I'm excited. Uh, I just like to compete. And I like to win, and so it, it means a lot. Obviously, from playing over at Utah and uh, been around those teammates, and I'm, I'm just really excited to have the opportunity to play against them and and compete. I, I love football. I love this game, and uh, I, I've been waiting for this one specifically because I've, I've that's where I came from, and so I'm excited to show what I can what, what I can show. What do you think they think about this game? 
Um, you know, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not exactly sure what they think about this game. Uh, they've, had, they've had their success, but I, I know that they see us as a rival and they see us standing in, in their way of making, having another win. And, but uh, I'm not exactly sure what, what the talk is around over there right now, but I'm just focused on what we're doing over here as a team and trying to succeed and do the best that we can and get the win. You've had a great year. Uh, starter in 10 of 11 games this year as your role has increased. Kalani says you've got another year to go, of course. Uh, when you look back on the season and how it's transpired for you, what have been maybe some highlights for you? And uh, what do you uh, maybe look forward to still the rest of this season and as a senior here at BYU? I, I just hope that our defense can continue to be relentless to the ball. Uh, I think we've got a really good um, team. We have really good individuals, but we all gather together and and running the ball. Uh, sometimes the mistakes that happen, they're covered up by guys just pursuing. And uh, Coach Kalani, Coach uh, Tui, Tuiaki, they all teach great habits of trying to get the ball out and running to the ball. And just that, that leadership style has carried around to everyone on the team and it's made it fun for the team to be able to have those type of highlights. We've done a, well, you've done a great job this year, and we look forward to your performance uh, this week and uh, in the bowl game, which you know there's going to be, which is pretty cool too. Your thoughts on being bowl eligible? I'm excited, uh, especially from, from last season, not being able to make a bowl. Uh, it's one of our goals, and that's what we were able to achieve. And so it, it's, it's exciting, uh, but we still have a lot more work to do and football to be played. So, okay. Austin's going to be sticking around with us. Fans, if you're looking for an even more convenient way to shop at Smith's, try Smith's Click List. You order online, then you pick up curbside at the store. Visit smithsfoodanddrug.com for details. After the break, we bring in defensive coordinator Elisa Tuiaki. This is BYU Football with Kalani Sitake. BYU Football with Kalani Sitake is brought to you by... Intermountain Healthcare, healing for life. All right, so welcome back to BYU Football with Kalani Sitake. It's our final show of the 2018 BYU football season. Reminder to use hashtag Sitake Show on Twitter and comment on the BYU TV Sports Facebook and Instagram pages. Instagram, good for Q&A questions and also good for bringing people together to get married. Uh, you can see your question asked during our Q&A sessions for tonight's special guests among them, Austin Lee, and our next guest we're going to introduce to you now. Pleased to welcome in BYU's defensive coordinator and defensive line coach, now in his third season on the staff here at BYU, Elisa Tuiaki. See you again. The boss hasn't seen you in a while. <laughs> These chairs sturdy enough? Yeah, <laughs> it gets asked a lot, and it's been yes every time, so you're Surprisingly. good. Surprisingly. All right. <laughs> Settle in. There you go. Good to have you here. Thanks. Good to be here. Thanks for coming. Yeah. He was in the coordinator's corner just yesterday, and here we are again. Yeah. We'll try and figure something different to talk about tonight. Uh, you have been uh, a lot of places, from the islands to L.A., to the Bay, to Provo, to southern Utah, to northern Utah. You've been around. Tell us a little about how this coaching career got you to BYU? Just following Kalani. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, every, uh, every parent's dream when you're coming from, from the islands is bring your kids over here and, and have them be successful and go to school and learn and, and have a successful career. And we've just really uh, been fortunate to be raised by great parents and, and uh, have an opportunity to come over here and 
and uh, you know continue to do my thing, which was with my career. But we've we've lived a bunch of different places, I and mean, it's we're, I think we averaged about three years um, every every single place that we lived, and it's just. Um, so I know a lot of different people in just, just other parts of the world, and it's, it's been fun to have those relationships. Kalani's a little older than you, right? Two and a half, three. Okay, okay. But you guys go way back, though, right? We do, since we were ba uh, babies, basically, you know. So, um, I mean, he's, he's, he just had a baby boy, well, his wife, Viola, had a baby boy. And, is that like and a seven, eight? What is it for you? Number seven. Number yeah. seven, yeah. And, and he named them after uh, his three best friends, and one of them is my little brother, TJ. So, um, yeah, that, that's and then all three friends call the ki call his son by the, the, their own name. <laughs> but um, yeah, well, we, I've known E since we were little. We went to BYU games when we were little kids <laughs> together, and and uh, dreamed of one day, you know, playing there. And, and so every day after we, when we walk off the field, I can't believe uh, you know my childhood friends there with me, sharing this experience. It's a lot of fun for both our families, and uh, it's just I, I I got to coach him at Southern Utah, you know, and boss him around a little bit when I was his <laughs> position coach and. He's such a great man to be around, and, and defensively, just he's just really humble. So he never like wants to take credit for things. So I'm going to brag about him a lot. <laughs> but um, when he when he was a running backs coach, all he did was send the running backs to the NFL. When he was at Utah State, when he was a tight ends coach, he sent tight ends to the NFL. When he was at Utah, and when he was D line coach, he sent D linemen to the NFL. And now that he's our defensive coordinator, he's doing the same thing. He just he's always about the the players, and he knows how to motivate them. But um, never about himself, and so I, I always try to take as much opportunity as I can to brag about him because he'll never do it himself, and it's just an honor to be his friend, but, you know, that's, that's my boy. It's my brother, you know, and, and uh, we've been through this profession quite a bit, and I, I was just lucky to coach him, and just like I'm lucky to coach Austin. So I'm just, the only difference is I'm just getting really old and aging really fast, and these guys are still young and still playing and having a lot of fun. Now, you were a fullback from back in the day, and there was a time when you were a fullback blocking for his brother, weren't you, at one, at one point? Yeah, that, it wasn't any fun because he was like he, he was like 6'3", 250. I was, you know, 5'9", 185, 190. <laughs> and you were the guy blocking I was for blocking him. for him. Well, he was, he was a really good player in high school. He's highly recruited, and I was uh, fortunate to just be part of his career <laughs> blocking for him. <laughs> Too humble. Let's back up to the seven kids for a second here. Uh, I think you told me one time you think you're tapping out right now. Are you done at seven? We're done. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's not his decision. It's just Viola's decision, right? That's, his, that's hers. The BYU defense this year has been a real strong suit for this, uh, for this, uh, this year's Cougars uh, side. You've had only two games where things really kind of got away from you a little bit. Other than that, uh, Kalani, you know this as well as anybody. Uh, this defense is keeping the games where they need to be for the most part, right? Oh yeah, and then the leadership that that Tui, Coach Tuiaki has done is, and and I, I also look at Coach Hadley and Coach Guilford and Coach Lamb. They've done a great job at getting the defense ready, and and they're always, and you always have to shuffle people around with the injuries that are happening. But um, the leadership from E has been instrumental in our defense and the success that we're having. Especially, um, you start to see the, the last couple, well, the last month and a half of football that we've been playing on defense, and it's a huge. Um, it's a huge compliment to this guy and what he works and, and trusting people like Austin on the field to, to make a lot of adjustments and listening to the advice that he gets from him off the field. So it's been really nice. All three of you have either played or coached this game in red. And here you're all, all sitting in, in blue here ready for it again. Uh, you get asked about it too, how it's been like uh, to, to see it from both sides. Yeah, you know, it's, it's been fun for me just uh, now that it's, uh, it's been, been a bunch of different uh, schools that I've been to. It's... Uh, I feel like it's the same job, different uniform. You know, after a while, it's kind of just 
get up and, and coach the game. But uh, I mean, be, being part of kids' lives is, has really, really been fun. Being uh, part of uh, you know uh, a program where your close friend and mentor, um, you know, is the head coach, is that's been really, really fun. But um, yeah, I was just sitting here thinking about it. It's it's been a long, a lot of years of working. He, I was actually at Utah State when we offered Austin. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, offered Austin, and, and uh, Galani was at Utah. I remember I was on the road recruiting, and uh, he and his dad called, which I thought was really, really classy. They called and said, you know, just thankful for the opportunity, um, going to commit to Utah. Nobody knows yet, but wanted to let you know. And I was like, dude, this kid's really, really cool. And I, and I, think, and I think he's going to be successful, and I hope he's successful. And obviously now... I mean, it's just crazy what the what the what happens. You know, just people you run into, and then all of a sudden you're back together again. And and uh, I mean, it's 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 really really cool to think about that because um, you know I think if he would have done it differently, or if the circumstances were different, I think uh, I would have probably been like, oh, that kid's coming to us. Oh heck no, you know. <laughs> but uh, I was super excited, just like Galani was, to to get him to be a part of his family again, and and to get him here. And so being part of these kids' lives is really really cool. Cool story. Uh, don't go away. We'll have you guys for Q&A next. Check out BYU Sports Nation right now with Kiki Solano. It's the latest in Cougar sports with a social media twist. Watch it right now on BYU Sports Nation's Facebook, IGTV, Twitter, or YouTube accounts. After the break, your questions for Austin Lee and Elisa Tuiaki as BYU football with Kalani Sitake continues. BYU basketball gives to Cannon. Cannon front court left. McKay on the wing right to Nixon. They cycle at Celius to the corner. Bergerson got it. The BYU Cougars continue their homestand against Rice University. The left out of the lane. Terminates and hands out to Joshua Hardnett. Hardnett holds the ball above his head. Looks for options down low. It stays high to Worthington. The high loaded. Yoli. Yoli got the seal. And Yoli's got the slam. Coverage begins Wednesday night. 8 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Mountain. Here on BYU Radio. Simon Jr., wide receiver, favorite movie, Lion King. Favorite non-BU sports team, Mavericks or Cowboys, Bucky List, place to go, Hawaii. Favorite music group or artist, Drake. Favorite food, barbecue. Would I rather sing or dance? I would dance. Beach or mountains, beach. Favorite TV show, The Office. Favorite non-football hobby, play basketball. Favorite athlete, LeBron. Biggest fear, driving and my brakes not working. Favorite superhero, uh, Thor. Michael LeBron, LeBron. Favorite coach, uh, Fessy Sataki. But it is always good to go with the position coach. Never a bad call. That is a season wrap on our play clock, by the way. Watch all 25 players in the play clock on demand on the BYU TV Sports YouTube account. Welcome back to BYU Football with Kalani Sitake on BYU TV and BYU Radio, presented by Intermountain Healthcare. Time to let Cougar Nation have a couple more minutes with uh, Elisa Tuiaki and Austin Lee. We go right here to the audience, and Audrey Crossley is at the mic. Hello, Audrey. Hi. Hi. (laughs) How many hours do you practice? Um, so, like, like Coach said, we start at around like one o'clock, and then practice will be around four o'clock to like five thirty, six. And uh, what meets compliance? I don't, I don't. Well, know NCAA compliance. compliance only allows us twenty hours a week of practice, so we do not exceed that ever. 
Yeah. So whenever compliance yeah. comes in, that's when we Anything stop. after that is all voluntary. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even do that. We just stick with the rules. That's where it is. We draw thanks, the line. Thanks, Audrey, for giving us that Audrey's trying to get us in yeah. trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Social media, at Tanner Lewis on Facebook for Coach Tuiaki. If you had to take down Kalani, how would you do it? Easy, just give me some food. <laughs> Tip him over. <laughs> I don't think that's a smart question to answer right there. Just stay out of the way. That's what I would do. <laughs> if you had to, if your life depended on it, you could take him down, couldn't you? I would just ask him nicely. I think that he would, uh, you know, be like, Kalani, a, this is a big, very important for me. Will you just let me take you down? He'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> he's good at jujitsu, though. He, he can do whatever he wants. He's being humble again, you know, but he's... He could, he, could, he could put you at anything. He's a, he's a jiu-jitsu master. <laughs> and he's a former MMA fighter. He's that, exactly yeah. right, with a winning record. Good Austin evening. Lee, thank you. Elisa, thank you. Have good luck this weekend thank you. against the youth. Sorry, I'd appreciate it. Next week, we're off. But in two weeks from tonight, we debut BYU basketball with Dave Rose. See you Tuesdays at 8 in this very time slot. We are back after this for closing thoughts and a quick look back on our season of shows. This is BYU football with Kalani Sitake. Welcome back to BYU Football at Kalani Sitake, presented in part by Smith's Low Prices Market Fresh at Smith's. As this is the season finale of our show, I want to take a moment to look back at the season that was. Hello, Cougar Nation, and welcome to another season of BYU Football with Kalani Sitake. My muscle mass caused the shirt to rise up on Fessy <laughs> and exposes his stomach. And so we'll be doing abs now just to make sure that doesn't happen again if it does happen. It's a Kalani Sitake signed rat, everybody. So uh, it's one of four. <laughs> These will be very valuable. I don't know if I'll ever sign another rat again. I don't know if you've ever seen Avatar or like Dragon Ball. That's I, what it the feels connection? Like. Right as you feel the energy hit you, you're like, oh! and then heaven just. Well, this Friday at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, it's a BYU and Utah State. Things are about to get wheel as in the wagon wheel. You can still get tickets for this game. Seats are available. I think if you compare the things that matter the most. Um, <laughs> Let's thickness, do that right now. Thickness, shape, and um, <laughs> how it conforms to your face. I think you got to give JD the upper hand. BYU AD Tom Homo is in our audience tonight, too. Tom, thanks for being with us. Right on. Would you rather change a baby's diaper or take on a block from a blitzing linebacker? Um, <laughs> my wife in here still. <laughs> Coach Kalani actually did, did something um, a few weeks ago, um, asking everybody to, to find your why. His why was my why as well. Um, Lavelle Edwards was able to come in, into my house um, and persuade my mom. It's been a great experience for our, our family. Uh, and I, I think it's just, it's been overwhelming because it's been such a positive experience. Put his arm around me and was like, hey bro, we got you a scholarship. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> When Lavelle left, left my house, um, my mom flat out told me, and she said, I think I found the place that you need to be. Would you like to stay a while? I'd love to. Love to help him and the guys stay for a while. All right, Kalani, thank you for the season. Really thank appreciate you. it. Cougar Nation, love you. From our, from our team, we love you, appreciate all of you. And uh, look forward to making you guys happy. Go Cougs. Okay, go get them Saturday. All right. Thanks for our crew here at BYU TV. Michael Miner, Jerem Jordan, the BYU Athletics, and, of course, the coach, Kalani Sitake. My name is Greg Rubel. Thanks for joining us this season on BYU Football with Kalani Sitake. Go Cougs.